Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, welcome to Australia's leading podcast on all things dogs and we're pretty excited because we've teamed up with BondiPet.com BondiPet.com Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. We'll be talking a bit about that because our listeners are going to benefit from this fabulous place which has everything for pets health and wellness needs. They can get it a lot cheaper, especially if they are the Doggy Pod listeners. Yes, well, we'll talk a bit about that later. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, my name is Stephen Peters, and I'm Dr. Rob's producer, and thank you very much for joining us. As you all know, new episodes come out every Friday. Yeah, and this week's episode, I'm going to talk about ADHD, which a lot of people say I have, uh, but can your dog have it? How do you know if your dog's got it, Stephen? Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, good point, good point. Uh, and interestingly, now don't, get, don't be afraid, Rob is going to talk about cat mm. this week which is weird i know i know but stick around stick around it's worth it and i will be also addressing one of our listeners questions via the doggy pod this week rather than emailing via straight back doggy pod. well normally we you know email them all, a lot of yeah, the answers straight back yeah. so this time we're doing it here live which, on the doggy pod which we like to do anyway um what's been happening in the clinic this week rob one of the uh, bravest little dogs I've ever seen came in. He was seizuring oh. when he came in, mind you. A really bad seizure. The owner found a black and brown snake in the backyard, dead, killed by the dog. Oh. Uh, little Jack Russell Terrier had killed both of these snakes in the backyard. And they often say, oh, if you, don't worry, if you see black snakes, you won't see brown snakes. Not true, people, and this was certainly proof of that. I've seen them together before. This so black dog. and brown, they're kind of two of the most 
venomous snakes in the world. Oh, yeah. We, Australia boasts many on the top 10 list of most venomous snakes. We have the, more than any other country on that list. And the brown is, wow, it's a lethal one. The red belly black, not so with people. There have not been any deaths recorded with the red belly black snake in humans, though they can kill people if you don't seek treatment. Browns, yeah, we've had deaths recorded for them. And this little dog came in seizure, and he said when he came home, the dog was seemed fine, and he thought twice, well, I'll take it to the vet. He decided he wouldn't, went, which is just as well, because both snakes bit this dog, and he was seizuring when he got in. Why seizuring? Because of the brown snake. Brown snakes cause more neurological problems, and they cause the animal to seizure so much they can't breathe anymore. How, how did he not die straight away? Oh, well, I guess had he been bitten with a full-blooded dose and somewhere near a vein, so the right. toxin hits the bloodstream, but he may have been bitten somewhere else. He picked up the snake and just got a little nip, not so much venom from the brown. Um, got bitten by both because he was also hemorrhaging a bit. His urine was, was very black and almost tinged like it was going off but it was because of the red cells that were breaking up in his body so we had to do a lot of things to him very quickly first thing was to to, uh, stop the seizures and we put a drug called diazepam which is valium uh, rectally into the dog we actually put it in per rectum and what is what does a dog seizure look like uh, well yeah this, this dog was just not just frothing in the mouth, he was laying on his side like he was trying to run and you know, oh. nothing, moving every muscle in his body, contracting yeah. and you know, twitching and really oh, bad. that would have been horrible. And so. very difficult to get a, an intravenous line because he w- wouldn't keep still. We um, filled a syringe up, took the needle off with diazepam, put it into his little bottom, squeezed it. It gets absorbed very quickly. The seizures stopped straight away. We were able to put a mask on him to give him oxygen. We got a line in. We then got a tube down his throat so we could ventilate him, keep giving him oxygen. And luckily we had uh, some uh, blood ready for a transfusion, so we gave him a transfusion to pick up his red cells. And, of course, antivenom. And antivenom for dogs now comes as a multivalent uh, antivenine. So it's got stuff in it for a lot of different snakes, but it certainly does brown snakes and red-bellied blacks. It does both of them in the one vial. So he had some steroids to take away the inflammation. Um, he's still in hospital, this little dog, because the worry is that, okay, we've got him through the initial envenomation, and honestly, I didn't think we would. Uh, but now by the the grace of the good Lord, we got him through, and he's laying in the cage on the drip now. What we get worried about is the aftermath, because the aftermath of snake bites are then things like tissue damage that your tissues can become what's called necrotic they die off Mm. and that can then overload your kidneys and you go into kidney failure and you die from kidney failure so we're still flushing his body with intravenous fluids we're maintaining electrolyte balance with him and just watching him like a daily lots of stuff happening every day with oh day and night we're watching we're watching him day and night um to make sure that he, he gets through this and I've got to say, brave little dog taking on a red-bellied black snake and the dreaded brown snake of Australia. Okay, everybody, cross your fingers and send good vibes yeah. to the little fella. So a lot of people might say that Dr. Rob might have a 
bit of ADHD, which he probably does. Um, Definitely. <laughs> the question is, can dogs get ADHD or is there a canine equivalent of ADHD? Um, well, actually, there is. And in fact, a study in Finland, and why not Finland, where um, what half the year is in light and the other half's in dark, you've got mm-hmm. to do something when it's dark. <laughs> so they studied dogs' attention, um, hyperactivity and attention deficit disorder. And they did a whole lot of things. Like with people, they, they know people that sit down and continually surf the, the, the channel on TV and change the station and get up and do something else. Mm. and do, you know, All sorts of things that, that make you realise that you have got attention deficit disorder. With dogs, they try to do a whole lot of, uh, set up a whole lot of tests and score them and give dogs scores in different breeds. And they found, yep, there were some dogs. And these are the dogs that, Generally, the the first few of the dogs are a little bit mm, more difficult to train, if you like. You you can train them, but you've got to really keep their attention going. And the breeds that came up the highest, well, don't be surprised, is Jack Russell Terrier. You know, they're always moving around. What's on? What's what's going on here? Yeah, right. Jack Russell Terriers, they felt they had attention deficit disorder and hyperactivity. Well, they certainly are hyperactive. Mm. Another breed that came in was the Can Terrier. What's it called? A can terrier? Now, you know a can terrier, don't you? No, I don't You've know. You've never watched, uh, what's that, Yellow Brick Road movie? Um, oh, yeah. With, with, uh, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. She had a can terrier. Right. That, that was a can terrier. So a little, little Wizard dog, Oz. yeah. And, yeah, and the terriers scored high on this list of attention deficit disorder and hyperactivity. Uh, not surprisingly, Staffordshire Bull Terriers were there and a few other of the terriers. Kerry Blue was there. The Airedale Terrier, the Kerry Blues and the Airedales are very big dogs, big terriers. Um, they were the, the one that surprised me the most was the German Shepherd. It scored high on the list. and they As, said, as potentially having a version yeah, of hyperactivity. ADHD. Yeah, okay. and they, they felt the reason for it, that they actually went into the reason for it, was that of late, um, when they're selecting for German Shepherds to breed, they want German Shepherds that will pull and yeah, run around and pull and run around and pull and run around. And I guess if you're doing that all the time, not doing much else, you probably have to be a bit hyperactive and yeah, not not have as much uh, issues with worrying about focusing on any one thing. And so that that was the reason the Finns in the study said the German Shepherds were actually on the list. So yeah, your dog can have attention deficit disorder. And then it's a matter of how do you train such a dog. You have to find the actual thing that turns that dog on. For example, a lot of Jack Russell Terriers, yeah, they like food, but they're too busy to worry about food. What turns them on is maybe a toy. So you have a toy, one specific toy, that you use as reward. You let them have a little play with it for a second and take it away. That's their training toy. They have other toys through the day. Mm. But the training toy is only given to them by their handler at training. That's all. And you do that a lot with a lot of terriers because terriers love toys. Now they'll get in there and rip things up and do all sorts of, of things to many, many toys and bedding and everything else that they shouldn't do. I mean, bull terriers are the ones I always get worried about. If they have a fractured leg and have to put it in a plaster cast, for example, bull terriers are going to just rip that cast up into little bits within a day. So, you know, they just love focusing on things that they shouldn't and tearing things up that they shouldn't. But you would would you put a 
dog on any sort of medication because of an attention deficit? Yep, I'm just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I'm a, I'm a partial vet? There you go. Exactly right. And hard, yeah, there's lots of different... You tend not to use the drugs that we use for um, humans. You know, we, we don't use the amphetamines in dogs and those sort of things to, to drive the dog on. We use more calmatives um, and a lot of the anxiety drugs are used for dogs. Fluoxetine, which is like Proscar and um, uh, Prozac, sorry. Not Proscar, Proscar is the the other thing, (laughs) the other end, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Prozac and Lovan, they're the same drug. And other drugs, anti-epileptic drugs like clonazepam sometimes used and a few other drugs. I think we're going to have a new segment on the doggy pod called Talking Drugs with Dr. Rob (laughs) Zammert. So, yeah, you, you can use them, but... You really need to, if you use those drugs, you must spend time training your dog while he's on the drugs so that you can eventually take them off the drug. Yeah, because you don't yeah. want to be doing that forever. Oh, gosh, no. It's going to affect his body. And if you, you train them while they're on these things, they start learning them, retaining what they learn, and you can slowly wean them off the drugs. Now, the Doggy Pod is teaming up with BondiPet.com. I'm glad you didn't say the BondiPet. No, 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 it's it's not. BondiPet.com. Which is part of the whole Bondi Vet world, which, you know, um, is a great show and it's on YouTube and everywhere. But you put BondiPet.com in your computer and, (laughs) and you get a whole range of things for your pet that you can... In November, at least, you can get 20% off if you put the code in the doggy pod. All put, one word. All one word. Put that in, you get 20% off everything dog food, dog beds, dog toys, cats, stuff as well that you'll, you'll see on there. There's a host of things that you can have for your pet's wellness and, and for you know, health and things. Well worthwhile visiting the site. And you get free shipping as well just for the month of november now where there's only a few more days left in the month that's of november, it so, so get would, into it quick i would start stockpiling for christmas so yeah the code is just the doggy pod all in capitals and you will get 20 percent off how good is that so and that's kind shipping. of a little christmas present from uh, us and bondipet.com now this may surprise you but um, Dr. Rob is actually a vet. And, <laughs> and he- a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
he does this vet caper every over 40 years i've been a vet (laughs) pretty much every day he does vet stuff and of course you know we talk about dogs all the time but obviously rob treats all animals large and small but you wanted to talk about a cat yeah look i have worked in veterinary practices now for 50 years now a long time and one of the things that we do know with so vet, uh, Rob started out as a vet when he was about six. No, I, I was just working in there. I wasn't a vet when I started. <laughs> um, but I was certainly uh, always sad when end stage of life for both dogs and cats, most of it is renal failure, kidney failure. Right. And this cat, much loved cat by a, an elderly couple that I've known for many years. How old was the cat? Um, this cat was was 13 years old, which... Yeah, some cats will live till, you know, 16, 17, and some are... You know, so cats like dogs, they pretty much live the same. Yeah, a little bit years. longer than dogs. Okay. A little bit longer. And this cat was certainly at the stage where they really were trying to hang on to it for a little bit longer. Um, but it was certainly in renal failure, having troubles with its kidneys. And they said, is there anything else we can do? We'd had it on all the drugs, we'd given it fluids, done the usual things to try and maintain its body function for as long as possible. And I decided that we would try, uh, without charging them, some something from left field, which was stem cell therapy. And so oh, yeah. we made some stem cells. and we Stem cells from where? From the cat? From the cat. Whenever I make stem cells, I won't use exogenous stem cells. I won't use stem what does cells that mean? from a, a, a different cat, if it's a cat, or a different dog. You can buy stem cells from on yeah and put them into your dog and they come from another dog uh, but I won't do that I we have made a laboratory here and we we take the fat out of the animal and some blood and we process it and make st- we extract the stem cells from the fat it, in the old days people thought oh bone marrow had the most stem cells but in fact fat it's not just calories that you've stored there you've stored a lot of other things including stem cells and we have this process in our laboratory and we extract the stem cells. We hit them with a laser light and stimulate them to go. And we put them in areas where they're needed. Mostly we use it for osteoarthritis in animals and we get very good results. In horses, it's been used to help healing. Your horses will heal, but they'll take a long, long time to heal because of all that pressure on different things that they'll put on put some stem cells into the equation, all of a sudden the healing time goes right down in horses. When you say you can buy stem cells online, what is that, like Stem Cells are Us or something? Oh, Where yes, do you some, buy stem well, cells? Some company that, that advertises stem cells for dogs and stem really? cells for cats. So I don't know if it's still going, to be honest. I, I saw it and I, I've never patronised that. I prefer to make our own stem cells for that animal by with its own body tissues. But not many vets have this kind of... Lab. No, it's throughout Australia. There are certainly places I could recommend that you could go to in different states of Australia mm. that will do it. You know, there's a good place in Victoria that's doing it, for example, and uh, different areas right around. I think there's some in Queensland and uh, and certainly many places in America that, that do. Yeah. Do so, this. what did you do with this cat then? We made the stem cells, and I, tr- I was able to extract quite a bit of fat from it, which was lucky, and uh, made it all up froze some of the stem cells in liquid nitrogen. It's a special process. And each day we would thaw some out and put some in, thaw some out, put some in intravenously. 
and its kidney counts, the bad enzymes that were going up and up and up because showing that the kidney was failing, started to come right down. And uh, this cat went home. And how long it'll last, I don't know. But we were able to repair the kidney and repair the kidneys and repair the kidney failure that was going to lead to its death. And it probably will come back. It probably will be the demise of this cat. How long for it, I don't know. Um, generally speaking, for something like this, I'm guessing, I'm hoping that we might get another couple of years, which is fine. If, it's, if we do and it's 15, at that time we'll say that's enough. We won't let it suffer anymore. But we'll just monitor it and keep watching it. So excuse my ignorance here, but I mean, what is it? What is a stem cell? Yeah, what, no, no, why does fine. it do what it does? A stem cell, well, if you think of... Uh, <laughs> I think there's a few dogs outside. No, give me stem cells. Give, give me stem cells. Keen for their stem cells. <laughs> Must stem, be dinner time. A stem cell is a, a... You have them in your body and they will go and uh, they're sort of almost, if you like, a primitive cell that can change into whatever is needed to repair the body in that spot. They differentiate. What do I mean by that? If you think of, you know, how does a, a baby start in life? You have a sperm cell and an egg. They come together to form one cell, and that cell then divides to form two, and those two divide to form four and eight and 32, and so it goes until you have you know, billions of cells to form the fetus. But they're not all the same. Initially, they're all the same, but at some point in all that cell division, some of those cells become bone cells. Some of those cells become right. muscle cells. Some right. skin, heart muscle, liver, blah, hair, eyes, everything. Blah, blah. That's called differentiation. Those, that's a stem cell that's dividing to become something. That's the ideal stem cell. Um, but you, you keep some of these stem cells in your body throughout your life. And if we can use them oh. and concentrate them, put them into a certain area, and in this case, all we could do is put them in the vein of the animal, and they seem to seek out areas that need repair. That's so it's the purest I'll... form of your cells. I, I guess. guess so. That's it. And they differentiate. In this case, it worked. I'd heard about it before, and I had done it before and had some success. This one, I didn't expect any success, but I wanted the yeah, if, if this cat had to go because of its age and its kidney problem, I wanted the people to feel they'd done everything possible yeah, because they were blaming themselves because of diet and this and that and the other. But it's just the way of the world. Who would have thought you'd hear a cat story on the docky? Yeah, very true. But it's a good example of what stem cells can do for any animal. And we all have stem cells. And you know, do you remember Christopher Reeves? He played Superman in the movies yes. years ago then had a terrible accident when he was jumping his horse, show jumping, mm. and uh, f fractured his, his spine and became paralysed. Towards the end, he said, won't someone please do stem cells for me? And no one would because of the legalities and being sued and might kill him. He died anyway. Mm. And uh, to this day, I often think, would he have been alive today had someone done stem cells? Yeah, I so he wanted, he wanted to he do wanted it, but nobody cells. would do it. No one would do it, no. There you go, Bat. It's being done more and more in humans as well. Now, we get questions all the time, which we're happy to uh, to receive. So that's, you know, if you want to send Dr. Rob a question, send it to thedoggypod, all one word, at gmail.com. Anyway, this one comes from Susie. Probably won't say her last name, but because uh, it's a little bit icky, this one. So hopefully you're not eating 
If you are, I'd maybe listen to this part of the podcast a little bit later. Um, Susie says, I've had Aussie Shepherds for years and never had this problem. My female, Blossom, has developed impacted anal glands over the last year. She doesn't scoot on her bum. She sits at my feet at night and empties them with her teeth. <clears throat> OMG, she's written. Is there something <laughs> yeah. I can do for her to help with this condition? Food? Supplements? Her diet right now is black hawk fish and potato. Not quite sure what that is, but Rob probably knows. Cooked yeah, cabbage, spoonful uh, of venison mince. God, I think uh, Blossom's doing okay in the food department. Uh, and a bone once a week. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, depending on availability. Now, she's uh, trim and fit and happy and six years old. What are we going to do about her bum, Well, Rob? Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Anal glands remain a big problem in dogs. They're really pain in the butt, aren't they? Um, and that's where they're found. The anal glands are found at, if the anus was a clock, they'd be found at <laughs> 8 o'clock and 4 o'clock, just outside the anus. And they, they have two functions. One, they secrete this viscous fluid, this you know, oily fluid. It helps when there's bones going through and things like that. And also, they are very much secreted for territory. You know, they, if... Um, a dog gets scared, he'll let go of his anal glands and that's sort of supposed to put the person or the, the the animal off that's chasing it. Or it's Other animals have anal glands too, skunks and things. You know, they, oh, ferrets, oh, their anal glands are really... <laughs> Don't start me on so, ferrets. Yeah, so yeah, it's they really do smell. You're right to write, oh my God, Susie, <laughs> they stink. <laughs> so, so what can we do for poor Blossom? A couple of things. One, I would try a one of these high-fibre supplements like Metamucil. And I would put in the food every day. Right. And I would increase fiber in her diet with pumpkin as well. Cook, cooked pumpkin uh, helps a lot. And also, you know, I said, don't, you're not sure about raw vegetables. One of the things, raw fruit's not too bad for dogs. Things like apple mm-hmm. um, has got good fiber content for dogs. So those sort of things. And yes, for a while, you might want to learn how to express the anal glands not a great job but if you can do it um you know weekly for her what tends to happen uh what i notice with dogs with impacted anal glands you bring them in once a week for a little while then you can stretch it out to once a fortnight then once a month and sometimes uh they just regulate themselves after that they learn to express the anal glands themselves still remain a big problem in dogs we don't know the the full answer but i would try doing those things and the bone yeah ideal a bone once a week and the type of bones of course Susie um you know the drill not cooked not cooked mutton flaps not chicken bones uh lamb necks are great um uh, brisket bones fantastic those sort of bones all the very best to you Susie good luck Blossom yep it's that sad time of the show where we have to say goodbye and Rob gets to impart his words of wisdom. Thank you for joining us again. As you know, episodes out every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, don't forget one other thing, Rob. What is that? Bondi Pet. How is that? Dot com. Bondipet.com. Why would you go there? Because you get 20% off and free <laughs> delivery. Yes. So but only if you only if you put in the code the, the doggy, doggy pod. pod. Beautiful. In caps. So, so, folks, 
just remember, dogs have given us their all. Roger Carras said this. Dogs have given us their all. We are the centre of their universe. We are the focus of their love and faith and trust. They serve us in return for a few scraps. It is without a doubt the best deal that man has ever made. Of course, the second best deal for you is, yeah, <laughs> where, where do you go? Not the, no, just bondipet.com. Mention the doggy pod in their code and you get 20% off and free delivery. All the best, folks. See you next week. That's only and, for oh, November, by and the I way. I was about to say, it's about to finish. That's about to finish. Yeah. So do it quick. <laughs>